what is good thank you for listening to yes under the podcast i'm carlos and as always you can email us at yes under the podcast at gmail.com you can hit us up on social media on twitter at yes another pod and on instagram yes another podcast so my man darius is with me today what's good player what's good player we in the house in the house remember that show <laughs> in the house with uh hello cool j hello cool j and uh carlton yeah yeah and, and tim it, waynes uh very short-lived if yeah. i remember correctly yeah okay, i mean it, it, was supposed to repl- it was supposed to replace fresh prince when it went off the air there's no re- there's no replacing the goat show you know one of the goat shows. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. Did I just? Mm. Did I just hit a. Uh, did mm. I hit a trigger there? You know, I sent you that that uh that little uh, screenshot of like the tears of uh, yeah. black sitcoms. Yeah. Oh shit. We might have to talk about that joint now. Uh, cause I had a problem with it personally with some of like, the placing of those tears. But well, I already I already know one that you had a problem with. Uh oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made it very I think I made you know yeah yeah I made it very clear just now. Your your podcast famous for not liking a particular one yeah. show that everybody yeah. puts in a in a goat tier. You know, you know my cousin who uh listens to the show all the time, she I think she puts posted something on uh, her IG page about the show, the movie The Brothers with uh DL Hughley, Bill Bellamy, uh I think Shamar Moore. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, it's coming to like Netflix. And I was like, it's an okay movie. And she was like, she said, shut up. Because you don't even like Martin. You don't know oh. what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> There's, there, like, there are going to be people all throughout your life where if you tell people that, they're never going to forgive you. It's you just, know, yeah. And I think it's one of those things. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, we're going to probably talk about that in the near future. Trust me. What's going on, man? How you been? Been good, been good. Uh, you know, uh, I guess with the coronavirus stuff, it's kind of allowed. I, I don't know. I guess it's it's just like the. It seems like people are getting back to normal a little bit. They shouldn't be, <laughs> as as the numbers are showing us, they shouldn't be. But you know, I've been I've been getting out the house a little bit more than I was say back in April and May. Um, you know, whether it's just to go up to the store, uh, just to walk around neighborhood, whatever it is. So it, 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 it's good to kind of not be just seeing these four walls around me all the time, <laughs> but, uh, you know, still being mindful, still, of course, keeping mask on wherever I go. Anytime you go into a building, anytime you're around people, keep your mask up, you know, doing my part to at least help not spread the virus. Uh, but other than, you know, I, I'm just, the the main part is not losing your sanity, being stuck in the house all the time. <laughs> and I don't think they, I've lost my sanity yet. <laughs> well, I, I surely hope not. I need you on the show. Uh, what can they follow you at? Uh, I can be followed at uh, the game eight three six the underscore game eight three six on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, and on Instagram. You can follow me at that brother Los Twitter. And Instagram. And speaking of masks, all right. Mask on. Mask on always. And in certain <laughs> parts of the country, it's still kind of like 
recommended, which is I don't quite get that at this point. People are dying. There's a there's a former, and I won't make too much. Um, you know, I, I mentioned this on Twitter the other day. I kind of feel some type of way about the comment I made, but there was a former presidential candidate who was at Don 45 Tulsa Trump rally. Herman Cain. Oh, I remember that. I remember Herman Cain. <laughs> took a picture on IG with all the black Trump supporters. Not one of the mad boys had a mask on. All seven of them. All, <laughs> I, I, there was a little more, I mean, I, I just say 12. Let's say 12. <laughs> they about 12, okay. They were all smiling in the picture. Herman Cain, they're smiling and they posted something on uh, IG saying we're here, for, you, know, you know, who needs masks or whatever. And yesterday, man, shit. The, the brother died of COVID-19. Surprise, surprise. And I, look, when I tell you the tweet I put out was, wow, this age, this picture aged really badly. It aged horribly bad. I'm not even sure that's a double entendre, you know, but it's like that, that did not age well at all. The dude died on the hill of COVID-19 is a hoax. You don't need to wear a mask. There's a lot of pictures from that rally and video from that rally just showing people no mask at all. And this is a rally with hundreds of people at it in an enclosed, you know, like small auditorium, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, large yeah, auditorium. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, I mean, Don 45 would try and push claim it was like a sellout. It wasn't a sellout. It, it obviously was not. wasn't. It was, not, it was far <laughs> from a sellout. But nobody was wearing masks. That was crazy. And so now we got Herman Cain who... You know, and he look here. He was a successful businessman. He was actually a successful businessman. All right, and uh, it's unfortunate. You know, forget his politics. It's unfortunate he had to go out like that. He didn't have to go out like that. All he had to do was wear a mask. And apparently, he was like a can- a cancer survivor. So he knew damn well the chance of him catching the virus was going to be a lot higher. And he was he was so pressed to follow. I guess the political tightrope or the, the, polit- the political line and like he died for nothing and so and also it's funny because like the people on that side of the uh, party they're not saying so much oh like oh he died of corona because that would mess up their narrative of, of, course. Saying, of saying corona's a hoax they're like oh he was such a good man and all this stuff and this you know yeah he was a good man sure I don't know I never met the guy but I thought corona was a hoax I thought corona it's something the Democrats came up with. Some, even though it didn't come from like the Democratic Party, what the hell? I don't know where that came. I don't even know where that came from. And so it just, it just, it's sad. And yeah. I say all that to say this: I went down to Atlanta last week. All right. And if you're not familiar with the state of Georgia, uh, Governor Kemp uh, and Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta, are in a full-fledged beat. Georgia is suing the city of Atlanta because the city of Atlanta wants to mandate masks. And the state of Georgia like, nah, nah, we, you know, it's, a, it's not, you can't do that. They can do whatever the hell they want to do. So when I went down there, right, I went down there for a wedding. All right. First, by the way, this is the first time I, um, first of all, it's the first time I traveled outside of, like the DMV region in quite some time. Secondly, it's the first time I ever flown Spirit. Oh. Spirit Airlines. All right. Oh boy. Let me tell you, I've heard, you know, 
I remember, you know, Asher used to talk about spirit and like some other people used to just talk about it and like, oh, it's saying it's a nightmare. Spirit, <laughs> you know, those girls who got into like the, um, that fight at the airport. Yeah, I've seen that video still, floating around. Yeah. yeah. They were they were all spirit. They were they were flying a spirit. You know, they were explains flying. a lot. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? I was like, damn, maybe this wasn't the best idea. Also, I was concerned that like the way people made spirit sound is like, all right, if you're gonna fly with spirit, you basically gonna be flying with a bunch of like goats and chickens in the in the uh in the, it's like a cargo plane. It's like you be you be sitting there on like the wing of the plane. That's how my vision of Spirit Airline was walking into this. All right, it wasn't like that at all. Okay. I was actually pleasantly surprised. At least going down there, pleasantly surprised. It couldn't recline the seats, but people but that wasn't a big deal. The flight down there was nice and smooth. It was, people like really spaced out on the flight and I, no, like no. You know what I didn't like I forgot that was a thing. I thought every airline was gonna do that. That spirit flight was sold out. Every wow. every seat was filled and everybody had to have their mask on. Um and so yeah. The flight going down there was cool. The flight coming back was a little shaky. First of all, like, I think we instantly hit turbulence when we got up in the air. And mm-hmm. like the first thing that came to my mind was the movie Flight with Denzel Washington. <laughs> and it was like, you know, like the plane crashing scene where it's like, he, well, they're ascending in the air, right? And so like what I've always heard was like when things happen like that, it's usually when the plane's taking off or the plane's trying to land. And so in Flight, Denzel Washington is trying to get over this like big storm to cut through the storm or whatever and when he's he shit face drunk <laughs> he shit face in that and like and he's flying and he's like no we gotta get right through this patch and like it's mad turbulence and you're sweating watching that scene i was having that same vision with us because I'm like first of all it was like a cloudy day it wasn't cloudy it was like sunny with like you know blue sky but there's this clouds and like i guess when you hit clouds it's gonna be turbulence again yeah. i don't fly too often so the minute we start hitting turbulence i'm like oh shit i'm a little nervous i heard like that flight back was a lot more rowdier a little bit more ratchet than a flight going into atlanta and so when i got in when we got to our seats my brother and i we were like these people behind us apparently they took someone's seat this sat in someone's random seat and like the lady was like, excuse me, this is our seat or whatever. And as three people got up, they were mouthing off to the, the people who actually paid for that seat. Okay, we heard you. Man, shit, man. Calling her a dumb bee and all that stuff. Like, oh, 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 this this is a spirit. I was a word I used to be hearing about and see the videos on YouTube. Ah, this is going to be a ratchet ass flight. Let me tell you, all that ratchet stopped when we start hitting those air pockets and we hit that turbulence. I heard one okay. girl in the back. I heard that one girl, one girl in the back, because I think we had hit an air pocket and the plane had dipped. And everybody's got really quiet and people started looking out the window, making sure we was in a tailspin. And the one girl in the back was like, okay, I'm scared. <laughs> okay, I'm scared. And I guess her boyfriend was like, baby, don't worry. I was like, that was just an air pocket. Everybody, don't worry about it. He's, he's basically telling everybody on the plane, not the flight attendant, but like this guy is telling everybody on the plane, it's just an air pocket. It's normal. And I'll be on, to be honest with you, I was relieved because I was like, damn, flight attendant's not saying shit. And right, so, yeah. And so, I mean, what the hell are they going to say? And so, as, the play, as we finally get to our, like, a, a certain level, I see the flight attendant pick up a phone. There's, like, this big red light that starts flashing in the front of the cockpit. And she picks up the phone and she's talking to somebody. And, I'm like, and people are like, looking like, what the fuck? Who, who the hell is she talking to? Shit. And I look outside, making sure that, you know, we're straight. <laughs> you know? And uh, all of a sudden, the pilot comes out. Oh, no. And then he goes into the bathroom. And then the flight attendant goes into the cockpit. I'm like, hold the fuck up. Is she about to fly this plane? Is she flying this plane right now? Wait, and I, I said, if I could, if I had Wi-Fi, I would go on Google and say, 
how fast is how quick can you learn how to fly a plane in the case of a mercy if the pilot has the shits because the pilot was in there for a long time and so i was like oh my god this, this lady's she's flying a plane it's like and, he just it's like he had the plane in autopilot or something I, well, I, I, from my i'm no aviation one, expert <laughs> from my understanding is that they have it in autopilot and some from what i was told sometimes they just be on netflix watching like TV show, which is kind of alarming. Like, hey, should he be worried about what's in front of us and not watching uh, episode twelve of The Office? I mean, come on, I'm just saying. But so eventually, the pilot comes out, and I guess he asked the other flight attendant to give him something, maybe for like you know his stomach. And he goes back in the cockpit, but the flight attendant doesn't come out until like later. And so you know that was kind of weird. And you know we you know we you know we eventually landed. It was a it was a kind of a bumpy land, um, bumpy uh, descent thing back to Baltimore but mm-hmm. overall I say all that to say this I wouldn't mind flying spirit again but I was told like most airlines have like the center middle seat empty so I was like damn spirit you mean tell me you couldn't do the same thing for us you know shit yeah that's that's weird I definitely would thought that'd be a standard right now with I, flights. I, because I don't fly that often I didn't even think about it yeah until like I talked to um you remember Corey big Corey yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. So he like he was in town recently, and like you know, and like he said, yeah, he like in town he had, from H Town. Yeah, he flew in or whatever. And so before, like since he was up here, I asked him a quick question, like about because like, I haven't flown in a while, and he kind of gave me some pointers. You know, he said, "Don't take the food or the drinks from the uh, the airline. Just don't. You know, you know, you, you'll be all right if you can, if you handle like a couple of hours without eating and drinking, you'll be fine and whatever." So, uh, but he said, "Yeah, his flight." With um, Southwest, you know the the center seats are empty. I like dance spirit. What's this? Yeah, I see that. that. I see that advertised on Southwest all the time. So yeah. So anyway, get down to Atlanta. I uh, went down there for a wedding. Um, the wedding was great. You know, my cousin's wedding. She, you know, she got married. It was a, you know, we all had masks on. You know, uh, at the uh, the ceremony. The ceremony was beautiful. We had most of us have masks on during the reception. Um, but the funny thing is, I, and I met the, uh, her husband a while back, a couple of years back, or whatever. So like, it wasn't like, Oh, this is my first time meeting him. Like, you know, they saw me, Hey, Carl's I was glad you made it, whatever. Uh, but her husband is, uh, the nephew of a very well-known actor, you know, mm-hmm. and okay. we've all seen, uh, this man's movies. He has like one iconic, uh, character hmm. that we've seen from back in the days. A very popular movie from the nineties. You have me intrigued. Circa, I don't, I don't give you like a guess. Around nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. It's very specific. A, a movie, <laughs> a movie with John Witherspoon, the late John Witherspoon, and um, Ice Cube. Ah, well, there can only be one movie that has Ice Cube and John Witherspoon, right? <laughs> I, I think. I don't know John Witherspoon been like a lot of movies, so it's it's very possible that they've been in, you know multiple movies together all right so i'm gonna guess the movie you're talking about is friday yes right and i mean you said iconic character so you gotta be talking about chris tucker you met chris tucker yes what the yes 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 chris tucker was at this wedding and matter of fact i like i knew going in because a while back i was i found out like you know um uh my cousin's husband um was the nephew of chris tucker but i I like I'm like, all right, maybe loose, like third, you know, who knows? Right. I didn't, I didn't think of like actual, like you know, bloodline. Um, he's like his mom. 
brother is Chris Tucker or something like that. Like, I, like, yeah, I didn't, yeah. Some, like I didn't know it was like like that. Like, damn. When you hear that, you don't assume like like direct. be at your wedding type relative. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> and so anyway, like you know, I'm there for like obviously the wedding, like my cousin and like my like my other younger cousin, and like it's a lot of people, a lot of family on my side that is like were there. And so as everybody like leaving the ceremony, I see this guy. Cause like we were playing a lot of soulful music and like it was like it wasn't a traditional like music or whatever for like the wedding, a lot of old school jams, a lot of like I think I think Everywhere and Fire were being played and all that stuff. It was great. Actually, I, I like that a lot. I I love it. I love that. Good and vibe. So, good vibe. Good soulful vibe. Everybody was dancing on the way out, and so I'm looking and I hear the crowd gets like kind of like amped up and I'm like, like who's that dancing and you know wait who, that guy got big eye. That's a talk. Holy shit, it's Chris Tucker. And he was dancing down the aisle and doing like, I mean, doing his thing. And I'm like, whoa, wow. And so later on, and like Chris Tucker walks by without his mask and he just kind of waves to everybody. And like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, holy shit, fucking Chris Tucker. And so later on during like, you know, the reception ceremony, like he gives a speech that no one was, no one really thought he was going to go up there and like, um, I didn't think he was going to go up there and, like, and say a few words, but there were people like getting pictures with him throughout the evening and so my one one of my older cousins said hey carlos hey are you gonna try to get a picture with chris tucker i'm like look here i can't go over there and ask chris tucker if he wants a picture uh because one of the people who are coming up to him and asking him for, for pictures are women that's number one and i was like right. i can't go over there and ask him like i'm a groupie it's not gonna look <laughs> good on me you know i'm not a groupie you know i've worked in like i told him i hugged mary j blige <laughs> When no one else even tried it, I tried it and I succeeded. Nice, nice flex. Good you can't, flex. You, you, I like can't, that. you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Nobody can tell me anything about that. All right. And so I was like, all right, let's hear it. We go together. We'll, uh, we can you know, see what happens. So, long story short, he, after he makes that speech, I go to run to go get one more drink and I come back and my cousin, uh, she was like, Carlos, our opportunity is about to leave. And I was like, our opportunity is about to leave. And I turned him around and he's leaving with his, uh, his girlfriend. And so I said, and so like Erica, my cousin Erica, uh, goes up to the steps because it's like the way to get out. All right. And so I was like, all right, you know what? I'll follow you. And so I said, here's the plan. As we like, you know, trying to get the game plan ready. Cause he took him, he took one more picture. I was like, all right, I'm going to ask him, but I'm going to block him from like leaving. So like, and so there's only one way in, but I said, I'm going to approach him and like where he has nowhere else to go, but to deal with me. Right? You, you plotted out how you were going to get this picture with Chris Tucker. Yes. And Perfect. so, Perfect. and so then my brother comes along because my brother was kind of like apprehensive. Like he's like, I don't want, I guess he didn't want to see me get rejected, which I don't blame him, you know? And so he comes along, big smile on his face. Like, all right, I want to see this. I want to see if Carlos pulls this off or whatever. And so here, Chris, Chris Tucker has his mask on. And like he's with his uh, girlfriend, and I say, "Hey, Chris, uh, Mr. Tucker." This is, I say, "Mr. Tucker," because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know this man. I'm like, hey, hey, Smokey, Smokey! I'm not, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. No, <laughs> I can't do that. And so I say, "Hey, Mr. Tucker." Hey, he's like, "Hey, what up, man?" And so he give me like the elbow dap. And right, so, right. That's socially like, acceptable today. Yeah, socially <laughs> acceptable. He's like, "Hey, what up, man?" I say, "Hey, you mind you take a picture? Can I get a picture of you and my family? My family, including like my cousin and my brother." He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. And so as my brother gets the picture ready, and like we try to get our like stuff together here, Chris Tucker says, "Man, you look familiar." And I look up at him. When he says that, and his girlfriend takes the picture, okay. Oh no! And so I'm like, uh, I said, all right, let's take one of our mask off. And so like, my cousin, my brother, and I we took the mask off, 
and like before we can get ready for the smile, she takes another picture. So we got two bad pictures. Oh with Chris man! Tucker. And I'm like, <laughs> like the second one would have been good if I was smiling at the camera, but like they caught me when I was not smiling. Yeah, with a grin on my face. And Chris Tucker has his mask on the entire time. He never took his mask off. But I was very appreciative of, of him, like um, for the time, or whatever. And so, on, so the night before that, we were at our hotel, and Rush Hour Two was on. I haven't seen Rush Hour Two in years. And the next day, I'm like right next to Chris Tucker taking a picture, and it was crazy. It was freaking crazy. And you had no idea he was gonna be there. It, it was a toss up because I like hey, yeah. maybe he'll be there, but I, I don't know how close he is. I'm not sure. Like right. I didn't know the family tree like that. I was like, no, I don't know, but. Like you know, you know, but people were at his house the other day, the day before that. You know, you know, some of my older cousins. So like, yeah, they were like, yeah, that was the first time they went, you know, been to his house, and he was dead cool. That's so, dope. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's right. Uh, that's, Mary, that's... I, 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 you know, I got Mary J. Blige under my belt. Well, no, not like that. Take that. I take that. That comes. That comes. That comes. <laughs> yeah, take, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Fix no, your no, wording. I, that you know that. I, do we not go? I'm not got no disrespect, you know. I, I got that hug from Mary J. Blige, and I got you know, got a good picture with Chris Tucker. I got one with T. I, you know, look at a here. good picture. I, look well, picture. I got a decent picture with, with Chris Tucker, <laughs> a decent picture. It could be worse, you know, but I have a very good picture with uh, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, um, working working on radio has definitely had its benefits as far as like meeting celebrities and artists and things like that. Um, what are some other ones that you've that you've met? I know, like, I got a picture with I got a picture with A. Marie, and oh, all that, the com- all the comments under it are like, "Oh my god, you look so happy, you look so excited," and that that was like because I fucking love A. Marie. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, <laughs> I used she, to love yeah. A. Marie, so when I got to meet her, which was that was only a couple years ago, two years ago maybe really yeah that, i think that was two years ago it was either two or three years ago it, it wasn't that long ago but yeah getting that picture was everything for me <laughs> i know she was doing a quick radio tour recently uh, a while back a couple of years ago like i'm not sure like what she was trying to promote but she i did see her like on like uh, a, a very popular radio station up in new york city uh-huh. uh and so i was like and the interview was kind of boring i got lie. i was like oh this was like a boring interview it left more to be desired but no uh i guess someone else that uh yeah like I, I met Ti and DJ Drama. I, you ever tell you the story about DJ Drama? No. Uh-uh. So like that day, I think we were at work uh, event or whatever. So this is back at the Lanham uh, uh, location, and so it was me and um, Derek Christopher, and we're like at the uh, the PGC studio. We we're wrapping it up with um uh at the time uh, uh Jenny Jones, uh, the Kitty of the City. That's a throwback name. Yeah, and so and so. Apparently Ti was gonna show up. Uh, Ti was gonna show up, and so outside, I just got back outside, and I saw like this, like, this van, this van tenant out, and um, I see this guy coming from the bushes. I was like, "Huh, that guy looked like DJ Drama." It looked like DJ DJ Drama just took a piss in the bushes next to the building, because <laughs> no, because you know you can't get into the building without like the security card. Yeah. And so so me and Derek were in the um, at the um, the studios, and Ti comes in, and he like comes in there, you know, very you know how Ti comes in like as like a soldier, like does does a salute. Mm-hmm. what up y'all and then like you know goes up you know do like you know hug up um jenny jones and DJ drama's right behind him and he comes up to me and give me a dap he's like what up i'm drama hey what's up i'm i'm carlos and as i'm dapping him up i couldn't help but think damn i'm probably shaking DJ drama's oh no hands. <laughs> <laughs> his pee hand ah! <laughs> and i had no uh, hand sanitizer hand sanitizer and so right, anyway right. when the interview was over <laughs> Me and Derek were like, hey, can we get a picture with you, T.I.? And T.I. like, yeah, come on, let's hurry up. Oh, damn. Damn, T.I., come on, shit. No, I got, I got, like, I got your album and shit, man. Don't, don't talk. <laughs> Nigga, don't talk to me that way, man. Shit. I, I got that. <laughs> See, that's why I've, I've always been kind of, uh, 
tentative when it comes to getting pictures with celebrities because I don't want to be disappointed by their personality. Like if if they have that situation where, you know, it seems like they're not authentic about wanting to take a picture with someone and they're like, hurry it up and this, that, and the other. I don't want, I don't want to have that perception and be disappointed when somebody does that. So that's why I'm always like, I'm never really super pressed to get a picture. It's one of those things I'll, if I have an opportunity, I'll jump in, but I'm not seeking it. I'm, I, I, unless it was Amory, of course. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I know. Um, I think there was one night when Kanye showed up the next morning, and like so, Kanye. There was a rumor that Kanye wouldn't come to the station, and uh, a lot of people like Kanye not gonna show up to the station. He's not coming over here. And so, I'm not, and I'm not sure why we really. Well, things was, was a little bit different back then with like you know like, you know the format and all that stuff. Yeah, get too right. Deep into radio and all that stuff, but radio talk, but Radio Insider. Yeah, you know, and so like you know the hip hop station was kind of going in a different direction so we were like nah i don't think he's gonna come up here but apparently he showed up and like everybody got everybody has a picture of kanye who was at the station that day and to this day because like, you know kanye is always in the news a lot of people have been posting pictures of them with kanye and where was i where was carlos working that damn warehouse that damn temp job mm. breaking down boxes Damn. After it's sweating my ass off, like damn, I went to college for this. No offense to anyone who worked in warehouses, but I'm just saying I was expecting a little bit, you know, a little bit more at that point. Now you know, but damn, but that you know, hell, I could have been meeting Kanye instead of like breaking down boxes. Right? Boxes, yeah, yeah. It is, it, and it, what's funny is, it, you know, I used to work at the radio station a lot during the daytime, and you would see those. You would have those opportunities a lot more where guests where celebrities were coming in and artists were coming in to promote, you know, on like the morning show or the midday show. And there would always be these crowds of, you know, people from sales and people from yeah. other departments who were just like waiting outside of the studio. And you're like, who, who's here? Why are all these people crowded around? And they're like, oh yeah, such and such is here. Such and such. It's like, oh, okay. Y'all that press? Are y'all going to form this big old crowd and form a line around <laughs> waiting for this person while this person is trying to record a segment on the radio? It's yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, like the time um, Alicia Keys showed up, and I was like, cause I know Tim got. I think Tim got a, a great picture of uh, of Alicia Keys. Like, yeah, I remember he used yeah. to always cause like she had and like you know you know I got a, I also have an eye for the, the the camera like you know eye for photography. That's why mm-hmm. I was like so kind of like disappointed like our photos didn't come out the way it should have came out with Chris Tucker. Cause like damn, if I had taken that picture, I would make sure you had looked fantastic <laughs> right but some people just don't care like oh they're all right let's get out the way god i you know who knows they'll probably try to leave and just try to rush but like damn exactly. give, if i if you, if you ask for a picture you know at least give me us the time to like, get a decent picture out of it but yeah i would have loved to meet uh alicia keys or um i believe carrie hilson also came to the station Ooh, time period a couple of good ones uh you know i think ed sharon showed up and at that time i didn't really know too much about ed sharon mm. and we did that we did that show at um hamilton yeah, that was a little bit before like his okay. peak. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was, he was, he was almost ascending. He was still ascending. Yeah. And I remember that interview, like, like he was doing like interview. He's like, yeah, I love, um, I love rapping all that stuff. And he said he's a big fan of Lil Wayne. And he, I think he started to drop a couple <laughs> of bars at the uh, the session, and like, the mo- the session had mostly like teenage girls there, or whatever, you know. So, you know, I don't know. I th- I think one of my favorite. I guess celebrities. I didn't meet them like personally, but I was like the photographer for the concert, was, mm-hmm. uh, and they were ascending during this time period. One Direction. Oh my! You know what's funny that you say that? 
uh, one of the one of the I guess cooler ones that I wasn't expecting is actually one of the dudes from One Direction. <laughs> I, like I, I wasn't expecting him to be like laid back and chill and cool and and uh, you know it, we t- I, he was taking all kinds of pictures with all these uh, you know little teenage girls and sh- shit that were showing up and he was just like he wasn't stressed about it. He was just real cool and chill and laid back. I, I, was, I was surprised. I definitely was. Yeah, yeah, that that was cool. Cause I remember. Niall yeah. Horn was the dude. Okay. Yeah. There was a couple people at that show because I was at the. Um, oh, at, I'm sure it was basically. more than a couple people. Yeah. Oh, that place was <laughs> sold out. Because I, because the the funny thing about that One Direction story is they weren't the headliners. It was Big Time Rush, the the group from uh, Nickelodeon. No way. They were the they were the what? headliners, and One Direction <laughs> open opened up for Big Time Rush. Oops. <laughs> Oops. They completely missed the ball on that one. Oops. Jeez. Because I t- Darius, when I tell you. Oh, uh, because there was one other group that uh, opened up first, and they weren't too bad either. Um, cause they all like you know that cause I think if you have like if you have like uh, like the premium channels, the uh, Nickelodeon has their own music channel now, and so what? Yeah, they have their own music <laughs> channel, but like their their music channel consists of like very poppy, friendly. Yeah. You know, it's like right down the line of like as safe as you could possibly be with like the music, and so that's kind of how big time rushing all those. Um, before and so I remember when One Direction about to come on, and I'm looking at the crowd, and all these preteen girls are chanting One Direction, One Direction. I'm like, holy shit, what's about to happen here? And they came out, and like the decibels level of oh screechy God. voices was something I've never heard. I don't. Know. Your ears probably haven't been the same since. They haven't been the same since. <laughs> they really haven't. And when those, when they came out and they performed out, and I got some good shots of them too. I got some good shots that entire night with um, them and uh, we call it, uh, Big Time Rush. But when One Direction left, right, the upper deck that was filled yeah. was gone for Big Time Rush. By the time Big Time Rush came, the crowd had dissipated. Damn. They came, they came for One Direction. So Ooh, whoever booked whoever booked that Ooh. show, man, they missed the ball. That's crazy. Ooh, we, you know, so <laughs> so yeah, that, you know. Oh, also like you know, one more. I'll, I'll, I'll throw out there. You know, you know, Adam, um, not Adam Levine, Adam Lambert. Yeah, yeah. Former um, American Idol yeah, so, contestant. So one time we had this um, big concert in uh at the National Harbor. And so out of everybody out there, um, people knew I was like the safest driver. <laughs> and so a lot of people getting like, you know, getting speeding tickets when they take the station vehicles and all that stuff. And so uh yeah, we could, we got really deep into like radio, like behind the scene radio stuff, you know. <laughs> well, mainly, mainly celebrities, but uh at the end of the show, okay, I was assigned to take him back to his hotel in the station vehicle. Now, his hotel is like, it's like, you know, two football fields away. It's like, you know, he can walk yeah. and be honest. He's like, you know, you don't, you, don't, you don't need us, you know, you don't really need me to drive him anywhere. But so, he, you know, I got in the truck and like his manager was in there and like the Adam jumps in and like the manager was like, hey, is there anywhere you want us to take you? And I'm like, I'm hoping Adam doesn't say like, yeah, take me to Baltimore, take me to Philadelphia. Because I'm going to be like, uh, do I have enough gas to take you to Philadelphia? Do I have enough gas to take you to Baltimore? We like, no, I just want to go back to my hotel. That would be fun. That would be a crazy story if you wanted me to like, take him somewhere that was not directed to the hotel. That definitely would have been a story to tell. That would have been a story to tell, but you know. So, <laughs> those are some of the people. I met other people. You know, I met, you know, the guys from, there's a lot, there's a lot of, celebrities and like artists that um from all different genres that athletes too we've we've had oh, opportunity God. a lot of athletes okay oh, oh okay we're gonna talk sports we're getting here. deep <laughs> we're gonna talk sports in a second here but let me tell you i'll tell you i have a bone to pick with a particular uh individual okay. you no know, uh because i just talk about photography right and so 
one time we were doing an event and like I was I was assigned to uh take a picture of a couple of wrestling players. And so, you know, D Hall was one of the guys, D'Angelo Hall and former cornerback of the Washington football team. Football team, yeah. You know, you know, I, I don't call them wrestlers for now until like, you know, until you know, because that's the time the, the time period. So okay, I took a picture of it. I met him before and like a matter of fact I kind of dropped the ball because like this I had they didn't tell they didn't really notify me like how long should people take like to take pictures. And so like some this one couple came there and tried to promote their shit, their t shirts and their own t shirts and shit in front of D'Angelo Hall. And like no I'm not security. I'm just running the line. So like it's not my job to tell it's not necessarily my job to tell you, keep it moving or whatever. So I didn't know what to do. So I kinda like let these dudes promote their shit with D'Angelo Hall looking confused and shit like that. D'Angelo Hall gave me this look like nigga, what the what the fuck are you there for? You're like you're supposed to be security. I was like, I'm not security. What the in in that job, it was like it was like the unspoken word that we were also security. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like, nah. It wasn't in our job description, but it was expected. Yeah, it's like, nah, I'm not security. Guess what? I'm not security because if shit pops off, I ain't, I ain't jumping in front of nothing. So uh, same thing was like, you know, a while back with like Dusty Baker, uh, where they had like protect Dusty. Ba- Somehow I had to yeah. protect Dusty Baker from the Nationals. It was, you know, but <laughs> Clint Porters, right? All right. Clint Porters was like one of the former running back for the Washington Redskins. I, I, damn, we give you some, we probably some names on this episode. Damn. We, we, we flexing. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a flex. But Clint Porter's was like, you know, I, I, my job was to like t- take pictures, right? But normally I have my own camera to take pictures with. So I know how to frame everything. Mm-hmm. This time around, they wanted me to uh, take pictures of people's individual phones. Well, like, all right, kind of, that's kind of cool, whatever. But I prefer doing it like the good old fashioned way. But because everyone's phone's different. Everyone snaps different from like, you know, it's like, it's not like my phone or your phone. So it takes a while for me to like, you know, get things focused. And again, I just, like I said before, with the Chris Tucker photo, I'm going to make your photo look good. So you can, you can remember it. And so that makes sure things focus. And sometimes it takes the time. It takes a little time depending on the lighting for a camera to like adjust to like the lighting. So anyway, at the end of the event, I asked Chris, um, Chris Tucker, Clint Porter's, and I can get a picture with him. Now, he has a whole group of people around him, like all these very beautiful women. My goodness, the women around him was gorgeous. They were they were lined up. And so, and you know, I'm trying to, you know, keep it cool or whatever. And so Clint Porter says to the entire crowd, this man's been fucking up the pictures all day. I'll repeat that. He was talking, oh, he was talking to you. You, yes, he me. About you. Oh, no. Nah. He, he said, this man was fucking up the pictures all day. And like, as I'm smiling for the picture, I'm like, no, nah, don't do me like that. But I, at that point, I was so, everybody started laughing. And I, this fire started to Dang. boil up yeah you know and he was talking to you because first of all how you know i'm fucking the pictures because every picture i took of you was a good picture <laughs> and so and so and i took that personal and it was like after that i was just like so turned off i was like and i think and like someone asked i think someone asked us to like again go back to what you said like the unspoken word of like doing security yeah someone said hey we might have to escort him out the building because people are just gonna keep following him I'm like, man, I don't want to escort this motherfucker out. I'm like, fuck that dude. He just dis- just blatantly disrespected me <laughs> in front of my face. In front of all these people, all these fine women too. Man, fuck that man. Dang, man. And so, and to this day, I'm, I still like, I can have that picture too. I think that picture somewhere. I think that's on my Instagram. Uh, but like that, that one is like, like I'm smiling that picture, but I'm really not. It's a, it's a, it's a fake smile because yeah. I'm really. <laughs> J Cole will call it a cricket smile because. <laughs> <laughs> I was tight. I was really tight. So you were hiding the pain behind that smile. I, I was pissed off. Man. I was really pissed off. 
Uh, oh, oh, okay. One last one. Um, Doug Williams. I regret this one. Doug Williams, uh, the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Another uh, former Washington football player. Yes. And uh, so it was like me and this dude Trent working. And uh, at the end of the end of oh, this one was recent. This is recent. So like we were doing like the same thing. The photo. This, that, again, I was a photographer for these guys and, and stuff like that. It's like you know I'm not trying to flex, but this is what I was doing. I was, you know, I've been blessed. I've been blessed to like being in these positions. Honest to God. But at the end of um, the session, Trent asked for a picture, but I don't, I don't ask for a picture. And I don't know why I didn't ask for a picture. I'm like, nah, I'm a photographer. I took the picture. I don't care. You know? I, tried to, I don't know why I'm being too cool. But when I look back, I'm like, Carlos, you idiot. The first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> and you don't take a picture. Like, I took the man's hand. I met, you know, yeah. whatever, and I don't take a picture with this guy. Doug Williams. Doug Doug Williams. See, that was that was me when we would have those concerts in our in our performance studio. I would always I would end up being the photographer a lot. And I always felt like being on the other side of the camera that it would be weird if I'm like, hey, can yeah, I get a picture yeah, too? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I, so there were kind of, opportunities I would pass up on because of that. Yeah. And I, I, I learned that I kind of low-key learned that from um um Tim. Who uh, used to be our our our, co- our our coordinator? I think that's where I got it from too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of cause like you know, and it was it was kind of like you know, our, the fact that you take you taking these pictures of these like you know public figures. Yeah. You know that's like an art of, of its own, and so you don't need to be with them or whatever. But you know, life is short also, so it's like you know you <laughs> take advantage of. I, I I regret that joy. You know, I, I look you. Yolo. That. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's part one of this week's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed Darius and I taking a look back at some of the people we've met throughout the years working in radio. But we still have a lot more to talk about, so we've got to break this episode into two halves. So later on this week, we'll release the second part of this week's episode. So stay tuned for that. If you're not following us on social media already, you can follow us on Twitter at Yes Another Pod and on Instagram, Yes Another Podcast. Our podcast is available on a couple of different platforms, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. So just type in Yes Another Podcast and you'll see us pop up. All right. So until then, enjoy. Take care.